You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Lean not on your own understanding is the title of this devotion. Our understanding is always limited, folks, compared to that which is the mind of the Lord. God does not always show us everything right away. Many times we get things one step at a time, but that's enough for us to grow by His Spirit in obedience, to take those steps. And, you know, it's kind of like Abraham in Genesis 12. The Lord had spoken to him in Mesopotamia when he was still living there, but he got delayed on the way. And we know this from the scriptures, what I'm saying to you. If you, for example, listen to um, to um, um, the sermon of uh, in the book of Acts, of, uh, oh, what was his name now? The martyr that was stoned to death there. How he then preaches and said that the Lord spoke to Abraham in Mesopotamia, but Abraham had gotten delayed by going with his father to a place called Haran in Syria. And okay, you know, a delay does not mean a denial even when we're the cause of it. And here Abraham is in the city of Haran in Syria, and the Lord again speaks to him and said, I've called you out of your father's house, from your family and your kindred, to the land I will show you. I will bless you, I will make you, and I will make you a blessing. And in you all the families of the earth will be blessed. And so Abraham departed as the Lord had spoken to him. But the Lord didn't right away show him everything. He showed him just go, and he had to go and he didn't know where he was going. He just knew God was leading him. You see, and that is such an important work of grace in you and me to learn not to lean on our own understanding. I have seen people, they have been given light of God. They know the will of God, but they don't trust Him. They don't trust Him that He will make all things beautiful in this time. They don't trust Him that He is able to do what's impossible with man. They don't trust him that he can transform and change anything and everything. And so then they don't go because they can't see it. They go, yeah, but I can't, yeah, but, 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 yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but. No, friends, that is exactly what the Heavenly Father wants to help you get unstuck where you are stuck leaning on your own understanding. That you take the first step of faith in total reliance and dependence and trust in the loving Heavenly Father who's proven His mercy and His love towards you by giving His Son for you, that you say, Father, I know you love me. I trust you. And that you take the step of faith even when when others would say, well, I wouldn't do that. Well, how do you know? And well, that sure isn't easy. Well, that's not nice. And you will pay a price there, you know. There are people that don't have the mind of the Spirit in their advice, and you need to be thoughtful how to listen to, who to listen to. And I want to be somebody 
that the Heavenly Father can trust, that when He share, tells me to do something, even though I don't understand, I trust Him. I trust Him. Yeah, I trust Him. Oh, I want to keep growing in that. I don't ever want to get to a point where I think I know it all. No, I am as dependent and even more so now than I ever was to trust a loving Heavenly Father and to just take every step at a time. And I've learned maybe a bit more to just be still and know that the Lord is God and that He will be magnified and glorified. Psalm 46, verse 10. And so here in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, the title of this devotion. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He shall direct your path. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be health to your flesh and he and strength to your bones, that health to your flesh will be healing to your nervous system. <laughs> and he will direct your path. The word direct is to be straight, right, upright, pleasing, good. Um, it means to make straight and right. God will straighten out the path of his devoted, trusting servants. And the Lord wants to bring you into such a place <laughs> that you can say, it is the Lord. Honestly, honestly, with all my heart, before God and before all of you, I look at the marriage with my dear Virginia, whom I love with all my soul, and it's the Lord. It is the Lord. I so believe that God is able to take two people who, who put their trust in Him. And even if it starts with one, oh, how many times did Virginia have to pray and pray and pray and pray because I couldn't see it, I couldn't hear it, I had no notion of what it was all about. And she prayed and prayed and God was able to get a hold of me. And, and there's been other times when I've prayed and prayed and God's helped her. Folks, that's love, where you help each other, <laughs> where you support each other. But friends, I can tell you with all my heart, it's the Lord that have put us together, kept us together and brought us into such a place where we so love each other and we're so one in the Holy Spirit. And we've come to realize that that oneness of the Holy Spirit is better than anything you can have in the natural. And it doesn't mean you don't get the things in the natural, but you don't focus on the fruit, but you focus on the root that draws the nourishment that produces the fruit. <laughs> and you see, many people want the fruit without looking to what the root does. But Jesus and God throughout his word shows you that if you allow your roots to grow deep into Christ himself through your personal relationship by daily drawing your nourishment for living as he lives, then the fruit will come. Love, peace, joy, kindness, goodness, and so forth, faithfulness. The fruit does come eventually. And I know some people, they, if they don't have a mature tree that bears every kind of fruit right away, then they can be so quick to say, well, it's not worth it. <laughs> but I so pray 
that you allow God to direct your path by not leaning on your own understanding so that someday you can look back and say, okay, okay, <laughs> if you want me to just be a bit more human in my reasoning here, if I would have followed my own feelings and thoughts, I wouldn't be married today. If I would have followed my own feelings and thoughts, I wouldn't be the pastor here. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. But you know, God directed my path. He ordered my steps, 30, Psalm 37, verse 24. He ordered my steps. And He gave me the grace and ability to obey when I complained at times, when I even actually didn't want to, when I actually even thought, no, 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 but I, but I could feel the no, no, no was me and the yes was God, and, and God helped me to follow the yes instead of the no. You see, that's God directing your path. That's like the Lord saying here in Isaiah chapter 45, verse 2. I will go before you. I will not allow you to go through this that you don't understand, that you struggle with, that you even resent, that you even maybe hate, that you even don't want to know anything about. I mean, come on, think about it. If you read Deuteronomy chapter, excuse me, Exodus chapter 6, you could see there how Moses is coming to the children of Israel and telling them, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. And they said, leave us alone. They didn't want to. <laughs> and thank God he didn't give up on them. Thank God that he didn't say, you all can't cry out to me and complain because of your slavery and the mistreatment you have. I come to deliver you and you say, leave us alone. Okay then, live in your misery. No, God is so phenomenally good and gracious that even when we say no, He keeps coming in His love and helps us to go the right direction. And he won't let you go the way that you say, no, I don't want to do that. He said, come on, I won't let you go alone. I will go before you. I will make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces those gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will do it. You look at those circumstances in front of you and you say, come on now, you want me to just trust God? when I already know the conclusion and I've tried it and it didn't succeed. Ten times you can see how the Lord tried to get Israel out of Egypt and it so-called didn't succeed. No, every time God exalted his name over Pharaoh and his rebellion against him, the Lord was breaking the power of evil spirits and showing that all those forces of darkness had no power to hold back God's will from coming to pass in the lives of those people that didn't deserve it, but that God had set his love upon. And if I go with you back to Isaiah here, chapter 40, please, I want you to see something because I understand some of us, we, we struggle with this. We're so leaning on our own understanding and we get confused, we get confused. You know, friends, in 1988, the Lord had brought Virginia and I here to Kent, this is a county here by the coast of Britain where you oversee the channel of 
the British Channel and you see France 21 miles across of the water. And the Lord brought us here. But we didn't have a house, we didn't have money, we didn't have anything. It's a phenomenal story of what happened. It's an incredible story how I can tell you how God led us. And even though He led us, we were living in a little loft space of somebody's house, somebody's attic, somebody's loft. And it was not an easy time. It was actually a very difficult time. And Virginia was in expectancy of our son, Zachary. So it's 34 years ago. And I, the, the circle we had had an evangelistic crusade in, in Dover to Town Hall. And then we had an evangelistic crusade here in, in Folkestone at the Leescliff Hall. And then the Lord had told me to go to the Marlowe Theater in Canterbury for another evangelistic outreach. And, and it was so challenging. I said to Virginia, honey, let me take you back to your mom's house in Oklahoma City. I know it's a little apartment, but at least it, it, you have a bit more security and then you can have the baby Zachary there in Oklahoma City and, and we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> You know, we didn't have the money, but I thought the Lord will help us. And I brought her over there. And I'm living in that little loft in that attic there in, in, in Dover. And God bless those precious people that let me stay there. And the Lord kept telling me, go to Canterbury, go to Canterbury. And I had met this one man and who was from Canterbury. And I said, I'm looking for a place to go pray in Canterbury. He said, here's the key. It's my empty shop. You could go in there and you could go pray. I said, wow, now that's an answer of God. So here it's the day. I'm going to go pray. <laughs> I told three, four, five people, I'm going to be praying there for four hours in case you want to pop by and pray with me. So anyway, for me, going to obey usually means go pray. Go pray. For Jesus, the Father had said, go to the cross. Jesus went to go pray in Gethsemane for three hours. If you have an inclination, God wants you to do something that you don't understand and you can't figure it out and you feel confused about, go pray and just go pray. And you say, yeah, but I prayed and I didn't get anything. Pray again. And yeah, but I've done that. I didn't get anything. Pray again. Keep praying. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going to go pray. And I'm driving from Dover on the road to Canterbury. And I'll never forget it. I was weeping and weeping. I'm talking about lean not on your own understanding. Why? My understanding was so tormented with I'm all alone. I have no one. I have no money. I don't have supporters. I don't have financial supporters. I don't have people to stand with me. I have nothing. It's just me alone. And I don't even have my wife with me. My son Joshua, who then was, I don't know, some years old. I said, Lord, Lord. Oh, I was so afflicted in my, in my, and I'm crying and crying, really crying while I'm driving, obeying. I'm going to obey, but still, I don't understand. And I said, Father, in my cry, you must give somebody to stand with me. I'm all alone. And the Lord spoke to me. I think often desperation is one of the best things that can happen to you if you offer it to God. And God spoke to me and he said to me, until you can learn to stand alone with me, Robert, I cannot add anyone to you. And his 
spirit came into me and I said, oh my goodness, Father, you are more than enough for me. And he said to me, this battle is not yours, but mine from Second Chronicles chapter 20. And my goodness, did I walk into that room to go pray and some people came. And I opened up the scriptures from Second Chronicles 20 where it says the battle is not yours, but the Lord's. And oh, how that was a spirit of faith. And this is what the Lord is saying here in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 3. <clears throat> the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted, every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight, the rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. And I go back to that verse there in chapter 45, verse 3, verse 2. I will go before you. I will make the crooked places straight. I, I will do it. It's no different than the Lord saying to Moses, Moses, go, I'm with your mouth. I will help you. I will do it. And I think every one of us have to break loose from where we lean on our own understanding to the degree that it limits God. It says in Psalm 106, and again, they limited the most holy one for they would not wait or trust or rely or depend on him to act. And every one of us can sometimes get stuck by leaning on our own understanding and then we do nothing and then we stay inactive and we need the Lord to help us to get unstuck, to see again Him, to make straight our way, to see Him again exalt the valleys and bring down the mountains and make the crooked places straight and the rough places smooth. We need to again begin to see him act on our behalf. And I believe today that this is not just another devotion, but it's the Lord calling you and saying, come, I will direct your path. I will make it straight. I will go before you. I will deal with those things that you're so concerned about that hold you back and cause you to not do what you know in your heart is my will. Come on, trust me. Don't lean on your understanding. Acknowledge me in all of your ways and I will do it. Amen. Have a good day.